Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who gon' check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Good evening. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Fuck off. Good evening. Um, <laughs> it's going swell. Me and Dylan I, are a delight right now for the eyes, if you guys can say, if only. This, this has been an interesting couple of days. Obviously, we got some results in the election yesterday. Um, I personally was hungover all day today. Um, but, you know, we luckily we have an episode of Real Houses of Potomac to talk about. And I, it's exciting to see them on like an actual trip. I feel like I haven't thought about Europe in a while. I thought of that um, as I was watching it. I was like, wow, not only like, yeah, wow, traveling. What is that? But also I feel like we haven't seen them, these ladies travel, or maybe it just has been a whole season of waiting, which it has. But I was like, oh my God, vacation. Well, it's crazy. I was actually... I was thinking about this in my head because now that they've been filming all of these housewives seasons with more like short distance trips, this is mm-hmm. the last international housewives trip we're going to see for a while. So soak it up, ladies. Drink know, all the right? boom boom. <laughs> oh my God. If they said that like one more time, oh, sorry. If they said that one more time, I was like, what is this? But also I'm like curious to taste it. I kind of want to dr- like the drink what of Portugal. They- what is it like passion fruit or something? Yeah, but I don't know what alcohol. Did they say an alcohol that was in it? I don't I don't know. Like punani. Um (laughs) It sounds sounds delicious. They're clearly very into it. Um, But let's, of course, back it up a little bit. We kind of start the episode off um, with Karen sitting down with Monique and letting her know about this trip that she is not invited on. And I think Monique takes it pretty well. I She clearly, I feel like in terms of her going on this trip, the writing was kind of on the wall. Like she wasn't surprised. So right. I don't know. It's just, it is interesting then. Ashley is like saying that she didn't get a chance to tell Monique before Karen told her. And it's like, that could have been a phone call. Like you, you I, I don't yeah. know what... <laughs> Like that that's another one of those cases where it's like you didn't like in OC when Bronwyn didn't have a chance to say you had a chance to tell Monique that you didn't (laughs) invite her on this trip. And also, this is definitely an example of something where like she absolutely should have found out from Ashley before anybody else. Right. Because regardless of whatever, I mean, clearly production kind of sets up these trips and stuff. It's not like it's not like Ashley is actually planning the whole trip. But, you know, at least we're operating under the idea that it's Ashley's girls trip. So it's like, I would want to, especially because Ashley is friends with Monique. I don't understand why that couldn't have just been a quick phone call, but whatever. It's water under the bridge. Monique doesn't seem that upset. I just think Monique at that point had to know, like, 
I wouldn't want to be around that whole group anyway. So yeah, the trip would have been awkward is like an understatement with what I'm envisioning it would have been if Monique was there like well the problem is if Monique was going on the trip it would have only been Monique Karen and Ashley (laughs) it wouldn't have really been a cast trip um something else though that we see and find out about Ashley and Monique's friendship though is that Ashley we know that Ashley defends Monique in this whole situation, which I'm sorry, but as we were watching it more this episode, I was like, can we stop talking about this already? Did you feel that way? Um, a little bit, but I felt like this week for the most part, they didn't talk about it too much because they really didn't bring it up with Candace at all. So, yeah. So anyway, I know, but I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and then, and then we moved on and we got to Portugal. I was like, okay, thank God. Um, but then we found out. So Ashley wrote a statement defending Monique and we knew verbally that Ashley you know was on her side but to see that she wrote a statement that's like a big step and again (laughs) something that Ashley should have told Candace but yeah see that next week I was that's I was kind of confused going into it because in the preview they had mentioned Ashley writing a statement or whatever but I thought it was about this specific incident and I'm like Ashley was in the bathroom but it turns out that it was about (laughs) their fight last season where to be honest of course Candace was mad at Ashley but if she's gonna write a statement and say that the butter knife was like a physical threat or something I feel like it's a little bit blown out of proportion but either way that's no small thing to be like yeah I wrote like a legal document basically like a character assassinating the person that you are trying to you know get charges against right but the whole like counter suing and blah 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 and so I kind of just want this to like not be the conversation on the trip, which it doesn't seem like right now that it's going to be because I just want to like focus on other things like Giselle's headband. (laughs) Giselle's headband. Oh my God. It's not the headband. It's the whole out. It was the whole outfit. Well, it's the whole outfit. Okay. I don't think I would like the headband regardless, but it certainly does not go with the look that she's (laughs) giving off. I, I was reminded of the first episode of this season when Giselle was wearing her uh, baseball, her tiara baseball cap. Um, And then, so I looked up both that and this headband. It's a Gucci headband. Both of them are hundreds of dollars. So Giselle, I would say needs to invest in her designer headwear more, uh, more responsibly. Thorough. Thorough. Yes. She, She like, save some of that money and get a stylist please. I was literally just gonna say that but it was just the whole outfit was cracked me up because it was like <sighs> camo pants and like a chiffon a like a chiffon like red blouse and I was just like no no <laughs> this doesn't match the headband but for, anyway she- this is for this is her look for dinner at the first night at the hotel in Portugal it's like <sighs> what is this a camo and a blouse and a headband like and it wasn't even like a headband with a big hair look it was like a headband with a low no. ponytail yeah I was like <laughs> oh my goodness but but anyway speaking of our sweet sweet Giselle so we get to Portugal Portugal and we are at this dinner and it's funny because more and more and more and more throughout this specific episode we see Giselle just like how are you doing how's your marriage how's your relationship how are you doing how's this and I'm just like mm. oh my god so 
Ashley does announce that she's 100% back in her marriage. I do like the way this is this show is produced, like the way they clip everything together. I'm just like very impressed because it leads to each scene. I know that's right. a producer's we, job, but still. <laughs> we get a lot of different, in the first kind of couple group meals in Portugal, we're getting a lot of different, you know, sort of threads being carried on. We have Wendy and Karen continuing to go on oh, yeah. with Wendy just cannot stop talking about her degrees. And I, I, I thought it was a nice story that she shared about being named after Wendy's where her dad was made a manager. I thought that was, that was a really cute cute moment. And Karen was like, wow, thank you for sharing that. And then Wendy was like, and that's why my degrees, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) It's like, see, we talked about that a while ago. We could have moved past this last week. (laughs) Right. And obviously we're not, we're, we're very impressed with, her degrees and like no one's taking that away but it has already been episode after episode after episode of like but we we know so at one point she was like stop worrying about what kind of doctor i am and start worrying about what kind of doctor you aren't and i was like wow <laughs> it's <laughs> like rough the thing is it's like okay sick burn but karen never said she was a doctor <laughs> yeah like, i well so that's that's funny because they so they finish that convert that part of the conversation. They say it's over. Wendy's like, I think I put a button on it. I'm like, okay, good for you. And then the next day at lunch, Wendy <laughs> brings it up again. And somebody was like, Oh, like, I thought you put a button on it. And Wendy's like, I'd like to unbutton it for a second. <laughs> I did I, like that, but I don't it I reminded me of one of those thing where Yeah. Go ahead. It reminded me of one of those fights where it's like you think about afterwards when you get home, you thought about what yeah. you should have said. So she was like, I have one oh, more yeah. thought. You're like, oh, like that. That would have been such a good point. But <laughs> most of the time you just then let it go. But Wendy's like, I'm gonna bring it up at lunch tomorrow. Yeah. And it didn't like go like we've seen already that like Karen really shuts it down. Well, so. I think my thing with Wendy is that I like her a lot and I think mm-hmm. she has a lot of potential, but that she she is not realizing how minor of a thing this feels like and so it was an interesting conversation the first time maybe the second time but by the time we get to Portugal it's like this is you've had this argument and it wasn't really you know Karen said that she respects your education it's not it's a you guys are just on like different planes it's not you know it's it's not something that's actually worth bringing up over and over Especially with the same group of people. It's not like you're with different people and you're like, let me fill you in. But it's like the same group of people. It's the same audience. So, Right. It's like you had this conversation at the group dinner and then the next day at the group lunch. Nobody's forgotten anything. I do have to point out at this group lunch where Ashley came back with her um, pump on. Yeah. Yeah. and I don't know. I think it was Robin. I think one of them, they did it really quickly. And she was like, Ashley, as in like, you could have worn, like, come on. And she's like, whatever, what it's legal here. And we're like, yeah, but you are in like another country. Like give like some warning or like maybe she should have, like, she was very nonchalant at the table, but walking to the table, she was like, here I am. I was like, Oh God. <laughs> Ashley. I, I certainly would never, you know, like shit on a woman for breastfeeding in public or no. anything, but the visual of her walking back to the table <laughs> with the full breast pump setup was, right. was it, pretty hilarious. It was the walking to the table, not like doing it in public. It was the like it was the trip from the bathroom <laughs> to the table. 
Also, she so they're at lunch and she said something about making Dean's lunch. And it's like, first of all, ew. Second of all, Dean's not even in the country. <laughs> Dean is okay. I say this a hundred times, but he is so cute. And I feel like he's st- he's just so little. Like he does he hasn't like he's just a little I tiny know, baby still, still. But I I feel bad because I did really get like, I was going to say emotional, but please, we all know I didn't get emotional. I, when Ashley calls Michael, because we know that this is the first trip really that Ashley hasn't brought yeah. Dean with her. And we know what happened the last time that Ashley left Michael. So this was a little, and she kept saying to each woman, no, no, no. Like, it's not about that. Like, I'm not thinking about that. So she goes to call her friend Eve, who is watching uh, Dean I confuse them because they look so much alike Michael and Dean and Michael is not home from work yet and Ashley gets very like it was like a trigger like she is very very emotional and like breaks out into like sobbing and at one point I was like oh my god like is he out but it turns out he was just at like a business meeting so he says and he's on his way home and they both overreact and yell at each other and hang up but then when she calls back he like apologized and he was like, I didn't realize mm-hmm. I was only a few minutes late. So I was like, I get it. Work is work. But it was like, it's your one time that you actually like were yeah, home and supposed to be responsible for your child. And especially if you're aware of what happened last time, like, wouldn't you be on your best behavior? Right. Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honeylove is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale, get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Love. I think what it comes down to for me, and Karen says this, is that you shouldn't be in a position in your relationship where you're that upset and worked up and nervous because he's 10 minutes late coming home from work. Absolutely. And it's like, and yeah, so it's, it's an interesting dynamic because I think obviously she did overreact in a technical sense, but there's reason that, her mind goes to that place when Michael's late to come home. And the fact that on the phone, he was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. You're molesting me. It's like you should, he needs the fact that he doesn't automatically realize 
I'm the reason that this conversation is like this because of what I've done in the past. And it's not, obviously it's something to work on and you can work on building that trust, but Ashley, Ashley isn't concerned about it because she's just crazy and psycho. She's concerned about it because it's something that's been a problem before. Right. And I feel bad because when she got so upset, she was like, I miss my baby. I just want to go home because, you know, that's like her routine and her responsibility. And she was like, I I, I felt really bad. I was like, this is like really sad to watch because it shouldn't be this way, essentially. But we see that he was just a few minutes late from his business meeting. Like, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Tentatively feeling okay about Michael and Ashley for for this moment. I love that. Tentative. (laughs) No philandering was going on that we know of. Um, Thank goodness. Um, The other, so besides Ashley and Michael, the other main relationship that we talk about a lot in this episode is Giselle and Jamal. I like that at this first dinner, we're kind of just going around the table talking about everyone's little dramas. Um, And Karen Huger specifically has a lot of thoughts about how Giselle hasn't brought Jamal around the women and whether their relationship is kind of as real as Giselle talks about it being. And to be honest, like, I think those are valid questions. I, I understand why Giselle is annoyed at them being brought up in this way, but like, I, I would have questions about Jamal and like Robin clearly has a lot of the same questions and she's you know pretty much always on Giselle's side I it's that relationship just is kind of shady to me I 100% agree with Karen in this like no one is obligated to share details of the relationship however Giselle can't ask every single person about their relationship and not share anything about hers like that's where you draw the line like you can't be like, so how are you right. and Michael? So how are you and so-and-so? How What's going on with you guys? And then like, be like about hers, like we're good. And then to FaceTime him at the table just to prove that like they talk. <laughs> and and I loved when Karen was like, he lives in her phone. And I was like, mm, that's kind of true. <laughs> and the, when, uh, when Karen was like, that's not enough for me, but all right, do your little FaceTime. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting and, they're talking about then um you know Giselle's like you asked like you haven't been that open in the past Karen and Karen says Karen says would you tell all your secrets to Satan (laughs) like Karen (laughs) comparing Giselle to the devil is a little bit severe in this moment but (laughs) (laughs) I know when she said that because it kind of like you could tell deep down that's what Karen was thinking and you didn't think it's something she would say out loud and it was kind of like word vomit and, and all the women were like, Mm -hmm. huh? But, but (laughs) it's true. Like, like she keeps saying, well, he lives like eight States away or whatever. And that's fine. But he, we haven't seen, we haven't seen him at a function with the women. Like we've seen him with the girl, her daughters and, and, driving around whatever but like i guess that's what they mean like whenever he's here like do they go to dinner like a a double date do they do that and i think that's just where they're like is he around like we want to see him we don't know so of course they're all like hi jamal (laughs) right and that's it's unclear to me the way robin and karen are talking about it makes me it almost sounds like they've literally never met him in person which 
seems kind of crazy, but may actually be true, depending. I don't know how much he's been around in the past when they weren't together. We certainly haven't seen much of him. But I mean, it is great like to think of if Robin and Giselle really are real life best friends, the fact that they've been back together for the better part of a year now and she's still like, why don't I ever see this guy? People who do long distance like that, for the most part, they're, you know, these people have money, they, it's an hour plane ride, whatever, like, they spend time together. And so it's weird if he's really not around at all. And I mean, <laughs> and I mean, it's not, again, like, I don't feel that Giselle has to share about her relationship. I really don't. If you want to keep things private, that's fine. But let me repeat myself. Just don't hound on other people's you know like right. like ashley does not have to explain to you her relationship with michael she doesn't owe you anything and that's where i stand with that because i'm kind of like i would be pissed i guess if that was me i'd be like stop asking about my relationship i don't need to like tell you about it yeah Oof. i <laughs> i that's the thing like i i like giselle a lot i yeah. i have generally positive feelings toward her but sometimes the way in which she goes about her messiness is a little bit like sometimes you deserve what's coming to you a little bit and like I'm not gonna be upset on Giselle's behalf when Karen is giving her a hard time because it's like to be honest you've earned it <laughs> right and like of course yeah we're not listen you guys have heard us talk about housewives we actually don't like I like Giselle as well but it is easy to talk <laughs> about our feelings about her because she makes it easy. She does. But, um, you know, I wish here's my feelings. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping back to candy. Yes. Um, we didn't see her much again, this episode, which makes me feel is this fight that we were talking about before that it's every episode. The only thing keeping her in. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, she, mm -hmm. She's obviously with the group on this trip, but she doesn't really, she doesn't really a take like a, a front seat in any of these conversations. I would say like, I mean, it makes sense that with people like, like Karen and Giselle and Giselle and Robin and Ashley and Karen, like they all have more kind of back like history and like deeper relationships with each other. Whereas I feel like in a lot of these things, like Candace is kind of, I don't know. She doesn't really get involved in the conversation that much. And I think Wendy has had so much dynamic with Karen and she's also had her stuff with Ashley that it's like, it feels like she has more of kind of an active role in the group as a whole than Candace does almost. Right. And like her saw her individual scenes, like we saw her once in like this recording studio, like has <laughs> that gone anywhere? No. And then this episode, we see her like contemplating buying new luggage and we're like, come on. Like there are people oh with more exciting things going on over the luggage here. Moment, that luggage moment was really strange because it's like, I don't like, okay, <laughs> like, do you want, do you need a new suitcase? Like what? I don't <laughs> like, I don't care. I do feel like with Candace, I think there's kind of this general vibe in my eyes, at least, that like it seems pretty likely that this could be her last season, just depending kind of how 
all the chips fall with the stuff with Monique, it seems unlikely that both of them will come back to the show. And if I had to guess if one person was going to get fired, I would say Candace, just because I think overall she brings less to the table mm-hmm. in a general sense. I think she's more, you know, whatever. Like, I think maybe her time has sort of run out. Yeah. But it's it's interesting that we're already kind of picking up on that, that it's like, Okay, so if she's not going to film with Monique mm-hmm. at all for the rest of the season, then if her only storyline is her stuff with Monique, then the only other scenes she can do are like rehashing that with other people. And like, we've already seen a bunch of that. And obviously, it's not like it's not going to come up again, but there's only so much mileage you can get out of that. And I guess next week we're going to see her and Ashley kind of. I mean, that's kind of like a new dynamic where Ashley's like, I wrote the statement and that's going to be a whole thing. But it's like Monique versus Candace, it already feels like has kind of lost steam because there's so much else going on. Yeah, totally. You hate to see those one to two season housewives and you're like, oof, I was rooting for you. And then. Yeah, I think Candace to me has kind of a similar energy to somebody like Brandy Glanville, where it's like she is a personality that is really good at, Mm -hmm. you know, making drama, being messy, causing a scene, stirring up shit left and right. But sometimes people like that who have these sort of like toxic traits are kind of like, they're like really bright stars that burn out faster. Like it's, it's super exciting, but like not everyone has that kind of like 10 season sustainable housewife arc. Yeah, you know, Kyle Richards well, is not out here like getting in court cases with all of her co-stars. <laughs> You're right. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times best-selling author, and I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years, and we both love to talk about being parents. Yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies, cinema really, about what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, it's funny, though, about this, the fact that they are on a trip. When you watch other franchises like Beverly Hills, you wait for the glam and the outfits and Uh everything that they arrive to in the meals and everything and just their daily excursions. And for Potomac, that's just a whole other, you know, (laughs) that's just a whole other area. We're here I'm for like, the they fun look cute. for Potomac. Yeah. I'm like, the girls look cute. Do I remember all the outfits? No. <laughs> I remember Giselle's headband. And I remember Robin's neon striped maxi dress. Like that's, and Ashley's pumps. Ooh. That's it. Like, I don't I actually, I like Ashley's pumps. That is. 
I liked Ashley's hair on day two with the headscarf, the poof, the little bangs. Yes. You know, Ash- I mean, Ashley is stunning. And I think she does a lot of different kind of things with her look. And I really I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing how she looks. <laughs> yes, I agree. Well, that is one fu- when Dylan and I have interviewed the Housewives of Potomac, we have asked them a bunch of the same questions. And regarding the fashion question, we always ask, like, whose closet would you read? And them specifically always said their own. <laughs> it's a lot of different style and a lot of very specific style. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's let's wrap it up. Who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group? You go first for this. I'm going to choose Karen. I, I, as always, am enjoying her shadiness. I definitely think she's handled this weird reoccurring argument with Wendy fairly well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just having a lot of fun with her. She thinks Portugal is a city. God bless her. (laughs) Um, Robin thought they were going to Brazil. Like, I don't know where, what these women are doing. Clearly Karen doesn't have four degrees in geography. (laughs) When they said when she said that, I was I literally laughed out loud. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's fun. She wasn't maybe she just wasn't thinking of that day. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I'm giving mine to I so badly want to give it to Giselle slash Karen. But like, I'm just not this week. I'm giving to Ashley because I liked the fact that she was able to go away and and with her girlfriends and still, you know, have that mother instinct, which yeah. doesn't go away, by the way. But um, so I'm going to give that to her for this week. Amazing. Thank you so much. We will be back. We will be back on Thursday to talk about Below Deck (gasps) and the series premiere of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is on Wednesday night. It's going to be very exciting. I know we're ready to get into it. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to check out our Bravo by Betches collection on shopbetches.com. You can rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Betches.